Hello, everyone, and welcome to We're Golden. We are two women. I'm Kim Hodges, and I am over 60. I'm 60, and this <laughs> is... Jody Harrison Bauer, soon to be. I've been saying all along that I was 63 because my daughter told me to say I'm 63. I will be 63 officially in about two and a half weeks. <laughs> and your birthday is? The 27th. Christmas, Chris, between Christmas and New Year's. That's special. It's a, it is. It's a festive time of year. Yeah. yeah do you get lots of gifts or do you always get one gift altogether? You know, when I was growing up, my parents did such a great job of like making sure that nobody overlooked me. And as I got older, it became an inconvenience for so many people. Although um, my daughters have always made me feel like a priority, but it's, you know, it's a busy time of year, but you know, when you're growing up, you don't realize everything going on in the world because yeah. your parents make you feel so special. And, um, yeah, my ex-husband was really good about that too. Frank still gets confused between Hanukkah, Christmas and my birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just am like, it doesn't make a difference anymore, but I do love my birthday. I'm one of those people that loves my birthday. That's good. Do you? That's, yeah. I, my birthday's in September and I feel like it's a great time because it's sort of like that downtime. So it's, there's nothing going on. I no, mean, football, a, football starts, but that's it. Like it's not. No, right. The summer's over. Everybody's yeah. revving up for a nice fall. The weather mm -hmm. changes just a little bit. Yeah. It's a nice time of year to yeah. be born. I think if I had to pick a month to be born in, it would either be the fall, like probably October, September, October, or May or June. Yeah. Those are, those are nice times of year. Yeah. Everyone in my family, like my husband, both my kids, July 1st is Joe and Alex and Michael's is the fifth. So that's kind of like Christmas in the summer. <laughs> Wait, holiday. Yeah. you had Alex on July 1st and Michael on July 5th? Mm -hmm. No way. I didn't know they were born yeah. in the same month. Yeah. So, and then Joe, he was born on the Joe. first. And so, so everyone's a cancer. They, <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> wow. So you, so you're the only, you're, um, you're Libra, Libra with all these cancers. Mm -hmm. Wow. Do you feel sorry for me? <laughs> I don't know what that relationship is. Libra, um, Libras are, I really like Libras. The I don't, scales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like, I like that cancer water. I don't know. I don't, I never had like a significant person in my life that was a cancer. Like I have a, a lot of cancers cancer. and my dad's a cancer. My father-in-law was a cancer. I've got nephews that are cancers, friends that are cancer. I got a lot of cancers in my wow. life. Wow. Yeah. So my, so it's funny that your two children were born in July. My sisters and I were born in December and January. Oh, wow. Isn't that funny? Yeah. My sister's December 3rd and my other sister's January 14th. So yeah, we're so your parents were busy, like, right? <laughs> well, we figured it out. We we figured it out that my parents had sex three times. And it was, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm half kidding. Yeah. But it was, let's see, my dad's birthday was. Oh, no. no. Did I tell you this already? No, I'm just laughing. Okay, so I did. March 8th was their anniversary, and my sister was born December 3rd. Okay. Um, their anniversary was, I mean, my dad's birthday was March 20th. I'm December 27th. <laughs> and my sister, January 14th, my mom's birthday was April 4th. Oh my God. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. Okay. Did you just see that thumb come up on the screen? I don't know. That's happened before. I have no idea if any ever, for all of you who are listening, if you know what that thumb is, it's like, AI. I bet it's like AI or something saying, good job, Jody. I don't know. 
I don't ever get oh, that. Oh, it has happened. But I thought I was the only one who could see it. No, I could see it. It's a floating thumb in a circle. Yeah. It looks like, like the fa- it looks like the Facebook thumb, right? Well, I don't know what the Facebook thumb looks like, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, I interrupted your great intro. Okay. That's so, okay. All right. So, so we have been covering the Golden Bachelor, but we now that it's over, we are going to continue on and and uh, move on with all things, uh, not really boomer, but if, that goes on in our lives, sixty and above. Yeah. No, we thought that like that would dealing be dealing with everything. Yeah, dealing with everything. Um, because we know a lot of you are women and around our age and y'all still have very interesting lives and, um, and we're so happy that you found us, especially on YouTube. We're like loving everybody who found us on YouTube. I know it's been great. So one of the things we want to talk about today, Kimmy, is, um, our goals for the new year. It always seems to be a time of year. I know being in the fitness business, it was always, you know, that's a very, very busy time of year in oh. the fitness industry. And, I, and people who go to the gym hate that time of the year because you go, God, it's so packed and they're going to be gone by about March. <laughs> around March, if not sooner, right. Yeah. Uh, usually it's around Valentine's Day. They're usually okay. gone by Valentine's Day. Um, and then, and it's just the end of the year. Everybody starts, you know, they reflect, what did I accomplish this year? What did I do? <laughs> Was it a good year, a bad year? And what do I want to do differently or more or less in the new year? I mean, it's also about shedding things that don't work for you anymore still. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought that, that um, I listened to the, I sent it to you, but you probably didn't have time to listen to it. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Jesse Itzler or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He was saying he does this big ass calendar. And he said, the first thing he does is get light. So he clears out all the stuff before he starts new. But his, his, he said, you could do it in two hours. I was like, it would take me two hours to clear out my email. It would take me two years to clean out my email. But he says, I just hit delete all, which I can't even find that damn button. And he's, he, but he says he clears out his closet. And he said, one thing that I never have heard from anyone, because I always hear like, do I love it? Does it make me happy? Does it do this? Right. And I kind of go, well, yeah, kind of. And the stuff that makes me happy, nobody wants to see me in anymore. Right. He said, does somebody need it more than me? And I'm like, that helps a lot. Yes. Oh, if I, I ask that. myself who needs this more than me, I can go, well, hell yeah, I'll pass it on. If I know somebody else needs it, I will gladly get rid of it. That's a really good thing to think about because I, you know, I was just in my daughter's apartment in New York and she lives in a studio. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of room. I mean, it's a nice size studio, but it's a small place. And I'm always really impressed that she has everything there and it's very organized. And I thought, I look around my house and like, I have so much shit here that I've been schlepping around in my life for the last 63 years. Like it's time to get that yeah. out of my life. And, you know, my husband has like, 400 white shirts that he never wears sitting in, in another closet. It's just like, right. There so are 400 you, men that need a white shirt. I know. So <laughs> what is that? What is that group called where you give it to businesses for back to work or something like that? Helping people get back to work. I, well, I only know there's one for women and what is it? Women, I don't can't remember what it's called. Women for business or 
something. Yeah, something like that. And I think yeah. they have it um, for men too. So I I really like that, Kim. Yeah. Think about somebody who needs it. More than you do. <laughs> Which yeah. if you're not wearing it, somebody needs it. Right. Because yeah. look, we both talked, you cleaned out your closet when you moved back from New York. Back but home. I could do it again and again. I didn't do it. I didn't purge hard mm, enough. <laughs> me too. But you had somebody there helping you, right? Yes. And I even kept some of the things she said to get rid of. Cause I was like, but I, I like that sweater, but now I'll probably, now that I hear that, I'll probably go back and just let it go. I have, you know, those really big bags that you can move in. Like you see them on people using them when they move their plat. They're big, like duffel bags, really, okay. really huge. Yeah. I have four of those in my garage right now. With clothes? With clothes that no. I don't wear anymore. And I just really need to go to, I think I want to give them all to a women's shelter. Yeah. A women's shelter would be good. We have a good one here called Remerge that is women that are getting off drugs, but have kids. I think they yeah. could use a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, like my old kitchen table from my house, like 20 years ago. I oh yeah. That. They, that stuff's good. Yeah, it is. And they come and they pick it up. So that's nice. So if you have yeah. stuff in your house, everybody give it away to somebody else who needs it more than you do. I think that's a really nice nice that thought. Is a, it's a very nice thought. And then, okay. So then he clears out his email. Then he gets rid of all of his reoccurring payments that he doesn't use. That one stresses me to the max. Cause I'm like, first of all, how am I going to find them? <laughs> Cause right. if I knew they were out there and I wasn't using them, I would stop. I know there's a company you can use, like they advertise it, but I don't know if I want them going through all my stuff. Well, right. What's that called? Like not robo. Um, I can't remember the name, but I do. I could see it right in front of me. Um, I was thinking about doing that as well because, you know, you have all these subscriptions on your apps on your phone, but then mm -hmm. my daughter showed me how to go and find out what your subscriptions are on your phone for the apps and you could delete them. For Apple. But what about the other stuff? Like, I don't know. Sometimes I think I have a couple of like magazines, uh, not YouTube, but some ones like, um, like Netflix or whatever. Cause I'll go, why do I have two different Netflix things on Netflix things on here? Things like that, that or HBO max. Maybe they're all on my, I think I like get them separately and on there. I don't know, but I think that there's like these duplicates. Is that enough to give you a headache? It makes me want to cry. Cause I just kind of go forget it. I know it's but I'd like to know how much money they get. Then he said, the last thing he does is handwritten letters to people who made an impact in his life. Aww. I love that because I'm kind of like, that's so sweet. I would write you a letter. I would write you a letter. <laughs> <laughs> we should write each other a letter. I love that. We should. I did get a Christmas card from a friend this year that was not a photo card, which I always go, don't send it if it's not a photo. Right. But, but she hand, hand wrote a big long letter in there. And I haven't even sat down and read the whole thing because I want to sit and make sure I'm in the right place when I read it. Wow. My mom used to get a letter, like 10 page letter from an old babysitter of ours, sent her a letter every single year for like 40 years of That's what her life was like. I know, so nice. So was, we used to we used to get Christmas cards from people who, when their kids were younger and it'd be an update on everybody kind of thing. It's cute. But now that all the kids have moved out, we not just now thought about that. We don't really get that letter anymore. And you know what? It's sad, but like social media kind of could do That's it true. for you. Just yeah. look at, you know, if you want to know something about somebody, just look at social media, but it is still nice. I still get Christmas cards. It's, it's really, really cute. Uh, what else is on there? That's the stuff that he did to start the new. Wow. So then, so then he said, starting the new, it's pretty basic. He just does 
one misogi every year, misogi, misogi, misogi every year. I don't know what that is. That's one big defining thing or event that you want to do. So for you, it'd be like writing a book. That's a pretty big thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so he, so he does one of those. Why don't I know he, that word? It, well, it, I don't know. It's a Japanese thing. Let's look and see. Oh, okay. I have, I, okay. You know what? Now that you said that I do have a book, this Japanese book about things like that. Okay. I feel Wait, dumb that I did So Did I pronounce it wrong? I have no idea how to pronounce it. Maybe the G is not. Maybe the GSA. It's a challenge that pushes you to your limits and forces you to confront your fears, doubts, and weaknesses. But I mean, anything you really want to do that you have to step outside of your box. One of those is a big thing. Love it. Okay. Then he does one day every eight weeks and he calls it the, his friend's name, the Kevin rule. It's, it's a, do something big that you wouldn't normally do. Like if you're sitting at home and you watch football every Saturday or whatever, you give up one of those days you know, one day out of every eight weeks to go to a class or do a concert or take your mom to a thing or have your, it might be your Valentine's dance with your daughter or something big that you wouldn't do on that normal day. Like maybe it's an event with somebody or something that is special to you. And I wonder why he suggests doing that. Like I could see. It's just getting, it's just like, Stop doing the normal. Oh, he did say, I thought this made sense. Creating newness as you get older is harder. So you have to put it on your calendar. You got to plan it or it ain't going to happen. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm... So it's something new and different. Like you may go camping. Maybe you've never camped. Maybe you want to try to camp or something. Like that'd be a big thing for me to go do, which I would never want to do. But let's say I might want to go to the symphony in a certain city that I haven't seen, or I want to go to a concert in this specific arena or Right. No, yeah. One of the things, um, okay. So I want to go through all of those with you and see what, what things that you've done, what else is on there? So one winning habit every quarter, if you don't drink enough water, drink it like that kind of a habit, just mm -hmm. a habit you want to do every day. Mm -hmm. And then he has, a a rule that he follows for the year. And so like one of them was he'll, his is in 2024, never be late to a meeting. Okay. But then he said they they have these other ones that they do all the time, like never miss a kid's, you know, sporting event or whatever. Right, he's got right, kids. And right. then uh, six mini adventures a year. I love all these things. Yeah. This is from the big ass calendar. Uh-huh. So then you get these, I'll show it to you. So he says, it's how we show up for people is how you think about it. Like on the mini adventures and stuff. Yes. It's huge. Which I like it because it's the entire year. And I've been trying to, I don't know if you can see the whole thing. See, that's the whole year. Yeah. And then he puts, so then he has colored stickies and you, there's only four of them. So each colored sticky means something like one's vacations or one's time with your husband or one's your misogi or whatever. And I so when you that. put it all on there at the end of the year, you go, this is how much time I spent with my husband or my family or whatever. That's a big, like, so you can see where you spend your time, but you also get it on there. Did you get it on Amazon? Cause um, I, you know, I tried buying that calendar a year ago and I remember it wasn't available. Yeah. You just, I don't know. Just, uh, I just went to his website, I think. Okay. We need to tag him on this on YouTube. So he knows yeah. that we're talking about it. Um, yeah, I, I really like him. He's married to, uh, the Spanx owner, Sarah Blakely, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's funny. She's very funny. Oh, he said they get together once a month or 
and they talk about their calendars because she's got a pretty big busy calendar too. I can which imagine. You have to have a husband that is that way. Like I don't know about yours, but mine is not a planner. So neither is it, Frank. So if I do this, so I was just talking to this uh, lady that told me that she said maybe you word it wrong to Joe because I always say we got to find a happy place. She said you're not asking that much, but so you must be wording it to where like I'm saying we got to find one place that we go to and that's it. And that he, she said, you're not even saying that you're saying one time a year, you want to have a family routine or a family tradition of going to the same place. That is not a big deal. Like yeah. for all these years, we've been arguing about it, that he has never kind of replaced being at the lake or whatever. So I'm like, you're right. It's not a big deal. I am kind of wording it like this is the, he likes to not plan anything, but I'm only asking to plan one thing. <laughs> So it's how I've been saying it all these years. Wait, but does it say that it has to be your significant other that plans it or do, can you plan it? I can plan it, but, but you know, you, when you plan something like that, you kind of want to have somebody in on it with you if they're going to go. Frank's yeah. Frank plans nothing. It was you, you wouldn't even believe what it was like the day we got married, he was working and, (laughs) and everybody was like, where's Frank, where's Frank. And then like, then he walked down the aisle with barefoot because we got married in the sand. And one of, one of our friends came running down the aisle with his shoes. I mean, just, yeah, he doesn't play. It drives me crazy. That's so funny. Are you, I mean, but, I'm not, I don't like to plan everything, but I would like yeah. to have one time like that where I knew it'd be easy because then you don't have to research the whole thing and you don't have to try to figure out where to go eat. You kind of know, and it's easy. So when your kids have kids, it's yeah. a good place to go for them. Like they know every year we're going to meet our parents here and their kids are going to love it and blah, blah, blah. And you know what you can do. No, It'll it's... take a while to find that place probably, but you got to start looking. Right. Um, do you have water near you? Mm-mm. You're landlocked, right? Mm-hmm. Are there lakes? There's a lot of lakes, but we went to the lake for years and I don't like the lake. I like, to me, the lake is brown and dirty, it's, muddy. It is, yeah. And it's kind of like everyone goes to the same lake. So you're seeing a lot of the same people there. Oh. Yeah. And I want to go where there's good restaurants and I want to go where there's like, it's like, I don't have to go see all the Oklahoma. Like it's, I just kind of want it to be a getaway thing. I know. Is that Jasmine or Lumi? Jasmine. She wants to play ball. <laughs> I see. I see yeah. that. She's never done that to you while we've I been know. on here. She, she's because I've been gone a lot today. She's a little bored. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's use, I think it would be, well, before you got this calendar, what motivated you to get it? Well, okay. What motivated me to get it is I've always wanted to see one year on one calendar without having to flip it or whatever. Yeah. So I can see the big picture. And um, I went over to one of Alex's friends and this big ass calendar was sitting on the table. She was like, oh my God, my husband got this because, and I didn't any, so she told me who did it. And I've listened to his stuff before, but I had no idea. So I ordered it. I see. Yeah, Yeah. it would be really nice to just see everything right in front of you and go, okay. And set you know, and really set some serious goals. So when you do set your goals, are you very intentional through that time period on really hitting the goal or? Yes. Yes. And no. Like when I, usually I do it like kind of like a Tony Robbins thing, like in quarters Mm -hmm. and something that you want to accomplish each thing or something big, like, but to me, it'd be big things that are actually tangible. Like 
I need to fix the upstairs or I need to do that. Like I need to redecorate this part or I need to put furniture back in there that disappeared, stuff like that. Right. Or, so it needs or to vacation be... that I want to go on. Like I want to do one thing. Um, and it needs to be reasonable, not yeah. reasonable, but it needs to be attainable. Yeah. Attainable. And also, but some of the things he's saying are pretty far out there. Like do they're like doing it scared. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is how we grow. You can't grow right. if you don't do anything that scares you. And um, But I think what he said kind of hit home. Like I go, the old, so he said, think about this. If you do one misogy or misogy or however you say it, a year, like if I'm 50 and I die and I'm, I'm 80, I did 30 things. It doesn't seem like a lot. But if you are spending time with someone that you love and you do like one day every eight weeks, so that'd be uh six things a year that you're mm -hmm. doing with someone if you that's what if you choose to do that like think how if you add that up it's really not that much but you got to get it on your calendar because it's kind of like training the dog five minutes a day you're like oh that's easy and you go oh I just haven't had time for five mm -hmm. minutes like no I believe me I know I remember when I got Ava and I thought okay this dog needs to be walked a few times a day and I thought oh I'll make the 20 minutes to go for a 20 minute walk two or three no, I have it's dog so walkers, harsh. right? Yeah. <laughs> I have dog walkers now. Um, so it's, I really understand that, you know, um, being in the fitness business for so long, it's just goals have always been something I've always talked to my clients about, something that I've always done. And um, it's the only way that I'm able to complete a task. And when I'm doing things that I don't like doing, let's just say, well, as you know, I'm writing this book. So hopefully it will be out by January. And I've never written a book before. And this is really outside my comfort zone. And I hope that I don't get scared and pull it back, but we're like really at the end. Um, so in writing that, because it doesn't come easy to me, I set myself up. So when I sit in front of the computer and I'm like, uh, I got to edit this, I got to do this. I do the, um, oh, what is it called? Shit. Oh, it's a method. It's the. Um, is it a writing method or just a get shit done method? <laughs> it's a get shit done method. It's called the Pomodoro method. And oh, yeah, do, yeah. You do it for 25 minutes and then you walk away or you press repeat. So I, I'm here on my phone. I put 25 minutes in. I do it 25 minutes again, 25 minutes again, 25 minutes again until I need to walk away and take a breather. That's the only way. If it's something like long-term goal and mm -hmm. it's not something that you're that comes naturally to you. Yeah. Or you're doing it scared. Yes. Um, it's a it's a really good way to do it. Do you have but any? Well, no. So there's, there's, there's an ADD app that has that they, they do, they do little meetings where that you can log on and they're doing that timing for you. But it's kind of like, it's like having accountability only there's nobody that, you know, there, but you go, I've got to get this done because someone else has the timer going, but I think right. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I do that with a lot of things that I don't want to do. Yeah. I mean, it sound like I don't want to write the book, but it was, it's, it's been challenging. Well, I'm sure it was really fun to start. And then when you got into the meat of it, you're kind of like, this is a, this is hard. It is. Yeah. It's been really, really hard. Okay. So let's go back and look at some of the things that he said to do. I want, let's start with you. Give me, where well, did you, we? 
Well, so let's just say what your one big defining thing you'd have to, you'd so, so remember, so we listened to the podcast with Jane Fonda with talking to Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm -hmm. She said she did a life inventory kind of thing with a, with a therapist or a counselor or a coach or whatever, kind of going over everything that she accomplished in her life. He was kind of saying, which I think is a good thing to do. So you know what to change or not change or what mm -hmm. you, what you relish. It helps you go forward. I think Yeah. he was saying, just find your, your wins and your losses. Cause you got to lose too. And right. then, and then that kind of helps you go, well, what's going to be your next thing? Like I'll have to really think about that one point. What would it be for me? Like, I don't know. The I'd have to one, really think the, the very one big thing we're talking yeah. about. Right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it could be say it, for other, for some people it could be, I want to learn to knit. I mean, it can right. be like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't you know, have to be, I, I want to write a book. Cause that's, some people are like, well, I don't want to want to write a book, but like, uh, mine would probably be, I'd have to figure out what it would be. Cause it'd have to be specific, right? Like it'd be fun to take some, some like classes in, in Italy or something, you know, like even if it was a cooking class or a pasta class or a learn to do dessert class, just something like that, I think would be fun. So you should put that on your list. You should yeah. do it and you should do it like this summer. Yeah. But see, I'd have to kind of drill that down and make sure that's the one thing I'd really want to do. Right. So sometimes when you think, do you ever think about something for a while and go, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm bored with it. <laughs> um, no, no. Like, I don't think I could learn a foreign language. I don't think I could stick to it long enough because I, I want to learn it, but maybe not that bad. Yeah. I, for just to use that as an example, as much as I would love to be fluent in Spanish, I, I, I don't want to spend my time doing that. So when I did ballroom dancing and I said, I okay. wanted, wanted to do ballroom dancing and I'd promised my mom. And then after she died, I dedicated for six months becoming, you know, proficient in Latin dancing yeah. and I, and I competed and I think I talked about this before, but I competed. I started in like January and competed in like three or four shows, ended up like placing third, second, winning a few. And it was very gratifying, but I didn't love it. And I'll tell you why. It's just be, given my age, sorry, we're talking about age, but given my age, I knew that I was never going to get to the skill of being as good as I wanted to be. So for me to be all the way up here in skill level, I just didn't have it in me to dedicate myself. I'm not going to become a professional. I'm 62 years old and I didn't enjoy it enough. So the other ladies yeah. that that dance in every single competition and they're taking lessons like I was doing three times a week for two hours. So six hours a week, you're dancing. I didn't have enough time to go to the gym, which is where I really love to yeah. be is in the gym. So I was giving up going to the gym for the dancing. And I just, I didn't love it enough to say, yeah, I want to stick with this. So after six months, I was like, I'm good. I did it and I'm good. I you tried know, like, it and moved on. And I, now I know I don't love it like that. Yeah. 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 It would be like, um, I guess taking a cooking class and thinking. Yeah. So you could put that on there. I guess that could be your thing. And then you, when you get into it and you figure out you don't like it, at least you tried it. 
I think so. I think that's also a good way to like continue to boost your self-confidence is to mm-hmm. know, hey, listen, I tried it. I gave it a hundred percent, but I don't, I don't love it. It doesn't light my fire. It doesn't light me up. I don't get excited in the morning thinking I'm going to go and dance with my partner. Yeah. And we get to say that now we're at that age where you're kind of like, you don't have to stick to it. It's, you know, cause you kind of had that thing in your head. You go, you're not, you're not quitting. You're going to get to the end. And <laughs> when your kids are little, right, like, you're right. not going to finish. You're not going to quit right in the middle of the season. Right. Yeah. So that, so that I used to carry that over to read a book. I would be like, I am finishing this book. And someone was like, why are you torturing yourself reading that book? I'm like, I got to finish it. <laughs> right. There's just some things ingrained in us that we need to finish. I could, I have but you don't have books. to. <laughs> no, I've started books. How about when you start a movie and you're like, eh, I don't know. Everybody says this is such a good movie. Lexi and I watched a movie last night. Have you ever watched The Family Stone? Okay, out- one of my favorites. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. Lexi, I watched it when it came out in 2005, but she uh-huh. she's never seen it, but her all of her friends say it's a great movie. We watched it and I was like, it's pretty good. It definitely got better because Sarah Jessica Parker's um, uh, character, person, character yeah. was, she was so grating, wasn't she? It's yes. just <laughs> really annoying. Um, and then she turned out to be so good. I Yeah. 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 It turned out to be really good. So it's, but when we were getting into it, I looked at her, we were into it for like 15 minutes. I go, do you like this movie? Because we can watch another movie. She goes, no, 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 I'm enjoying it too. Okay. Yeah. See, it's one I could watch over and over. I don't know why, but it, do you ever watch The Descendants? So there's movies like that where I go, no. I know, like Joe thought it was the worst movie ever. It's with, uh, oh, the very good looking handsome guy that does the commercials for George Clooney. He's George in it. Clooney. And it's yeah. kind of one of those like, it's like, you know, sick divorce and sadness and all that kind of stuff. But I laughed through the whole movie. So I mean, is it a comedy? It's kind of a comedy, but it's sort of like a dark, like comedy, a dark comedy. Okay. Yeah, but it's pretty funny. And I think that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, I, most people can't watch that over and over, but it is one of my favorite shows. That's how uh, I am with the devil wears Prada. You can watch it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So most okay. rom-coms or funny movies like that, you can but like the family stone, I don't know why I find it so funny. I just do. It was very funny. Yeah. It was, It. I didn't expect that it to be funny. And I think that's what took me a while to get into it. I'm like, is this a comedy? Like, what yeah. is this? It's a, it's comedy, but you cry. It's like, it kind of touches on everything, but it's just, it's kind of a sweet movie. <laughs> Diane Keaton is so good in it. Yeah. She's so, so good. And I love Craig T. Nelson. Yes, everybody that, yeah, it's got a great cast. It really does. Um, All right, so your goal, all right, you don't have the miss, whatever that big goal is. I don't have it yet. Do you have one? I mean, would you put your book in that still? Or is that going to be finished by this year? (laughs) That's going to be finished by this year. Okay. And um, I know that for last year, so 20 and finishing up 2023, my goal was to really just, because that was after my studio and a year after my tummy tuck and everything. And I just really wanted to go at my own pace for 2023 and sort of just, I was waiting for things. This is what I told myself. I was waiting for things to come to me, not like, oh, give it to me. But I I felt that energetically, I was putting a lot of positivity out there. And it was being incredibly authentic about everything that I was doing. So 
just very um, organically, I felt things coming to me and I felt very grounded in repelling the things, repel is a big word, but repelling the things that didn't serve me anymore. So it didn't mean that I didn't like those people or anything like that. It just meant that it's just not, I don't need that anymore. You know, I've grown out of it. So very much of a growth mindset. And I, I didn't know what exactly I was going to accomplish this year, except I did say I wanted to compete in a fitness show and I just didn't after I got sick with the salmonella poisoning, oh, that yeah. put me off. And so, um, and the book, um, that was definitely on the list. The book was because I thought about it last November. So the book was, so I'm very proud of myself for actually doing it because it's, it's been really, it's not easy if you're yeah. not a person who's great with words and can't write, but these days it doesn't really make a difference. It's if you've got something to say. Mm -hmm. And you did. Yeah. And the, so your book is about Definitely. what? Cause somebody's probably wondering. Um, the book is how to feel great after 60. So the title is at least right now, how to get hot and healthy after 60. Okay. So good. yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. I hopefully people will learn something from it and I'm I sure think, they will. I can't wait to see it, to read think, it. Yeah. I it's, it's going to have a lot of information in there, testimonials from my clients. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be really, really good. Yeah. And there will be a journal at the end of it too, because I think journaling is very important. Yeah. And so do you journal every day? I do not. But do you journal often? I don't. Oh, <laughs> but you think it's important? I do because when somebody is changing a behavior, uh -huh. let's just say their relationship with food, because this is about, the book is about nutrition. It's not about exercise because food is 80% of what we feel like and look like in our body, 10%, and I don't want this to get to be a whole thing, but 10% um, is your genetics and 10% is your training. So, um, and I always use the example of my mom who was paralyzed after her stroke that she lost weight when she was in the nursing home. And why did she lose weight? Because yeah. the portions, they were, oh. she was given specific portions of food. She didn't have a lot of muscle on her body. She yeah, wasn't I was going to say, athlete. I thought you were going to tell me she lost muscle. No. Well, she probably did lose. Well, of course she did because she couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But she lost weight because she was eat, the portions were being controlled. Um, so that is how somebody could lose weight. Um, you know, uh, and but that's the, journaling, the biggest, that's the biggest myth for that, everyone. That what is, they eat. yeah, it's about what you eat. And it's the hardest thing to get somebody to change because nobody likes to change. Nobody it's talk about stepping outside of your comfort zone. You don't think you want to eat these foods. You don't think it takes a long time to get there. It doesn't happen overnight and everybody wants a quick fix. What can I do to look ready for February? Yeah. Well, we should have started three months ago. Yeah. And do you think that's good? Yeah. And everyone right now is like, I'll just do Ozempic. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Yeah. True. But they're going to lose their muscle because yeah. they're not going to be strong enough to lift. Or the, when they get back off of it, then they're going to maybe crave things again. Exactly. And it's going to be hard. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we know what's going to happen because I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if anybody's talked about going off of Ozempic and. Well, you can't, what do you weight. stay on it forever? I don't know. I have no idea. 
Um, but the journaling, going back to the journaling, yeah. that's really, really important. If you are trying to um, improve on a habit or create a new habit, then that is how you do it. You write about it. You do something consistently for 21 days. Now, that doesn't mean that suddenly you're going to be eating clean all the time, but this is this is your way to start changing a habit. So it's a most of the time. Right. I mean, you can only shoot three if you're, if, if let's just say we set a goal right now, right? Okay. If you do that thing, let's say you want to in, improve on, on your pickleball game. No, that's not a good example. Cause I don't want you doing that 21 days, yeah. but let's just say you want to get more protein into your diet. Okay. So every day you make a concerted effort to get in enough protein, the protein that you feel that you need to have or that someone tells you, like me, tells you you need to have every day. If you do that for 21 days consistently, it won't be so difficult to continue with it. You're going to be like, oh, I did that for 21 days. And probably by then you feel a lot better. So you get, you get the feeling that I, I really want to do that anyway, because I feel and, better. And the whole thing about setting goals that are realistic goals, whether it's in fitness, nutrition, whatever it is, writing a book, going to Italy and learning how to make pasta, it's that once we decide on that realistic goal, of mm -hmm. that achievable goal, like, you know, you can go to Italy. You just don't know exactly what you want to do there. But once you make it realistic and achievable and you accomplish it, it gives you more confidence to continue to make other goals and then you achieve those and then it becomes a domino effect of building your confidence oh well i could do that i could do that i could be on a podcast i could be on tv i could do this yeah. because you're getting positive feedback because you've done it that's true so i that's think very good my goal this year is to compete in a fitness show and for us to get this podcast on a media platform, a big one. Okay. So you put it out there, boy. Yep. I put it out there. <laughs> All right. So what's okay. next? So the one day every eight weeks of doing something that you wouldn't normally do, like with someone or if you even it's by yourself, but mm -hmm. do one big thing uh, like a class or a concert or in instead of doing what you would normally do, say it's on a weekend. Mm. you know like but do it every one day every eight weeks so every other month does it have to be the same thing no 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 it's it... different every time mm. do you have any ideas um I will probably try to do something with my mom like the get her away if I can mm -hmm. and then uh it, I think it would be nice to do a little little quick trip with each kid by themselves too oh that's nice yeah even, or, or they're with them and their spouse or whatever, just to, to kind of get, I don't know. And I don't know. And definitely something with Joe that we would not normally do, but that would take, that's going to take some thought too. I, I got to, I, I mean, I have to, I, all this, like when you read all this, you go, oh, that sounds great. I'm really motivated, but you got to sit down and do it. Yes. That's the yeah. hardest part is that's why the journaling is important because you're mm -hmm. keeping, you're holding yourself accountable or the calendar it's holding you accountable. So when you could see the whole year, you're like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to go, you know, scuba diving with, with Joe in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. But see, he's kind of got his already done for the whole year. So he knows Your that husband? 
No, no, no. This oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse does. So like he says, like he knows the special things he's going to do with his kids. He's just got it on his calendar. So, so that's, I mean, like that's, a, that is a lot of planning for a whole year, but like, there's this one thing I want to do in, uh, at the Kohler resort or whatever. It's a food, uh, mm, what do you call it? You know, where they have different chefs come in and all these, and they have like a big, what's it called? Food like, festival, a food something. Uh, like a like tasting. Like a tasting? Not tastings. They've got like all different kinds of things that go on like for the whole week kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. Like it a festival, like a, it's sounds like Art Basel for like artists, but it's yeah, for yeah, food. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, so I think that would be really fun. Plus I really want to go to that resort. So that, and, and I've never, now I got to find where the hell I said that you have to sign up for that. Like I wrote it down on a piece of paper somewhere. You got to sign up for this in this month. So you got to know ahead of time because there's a lot of that stuff where I go, oh, this looks cool. Well, like people mm -hmm. signed up for it. It's been sold out for six months. Right. Yeah. Right. One of the things that I promised myself I would do this year is go to more concerts. Yeah. So we, we did buy tickets to see the Rolling Stones. You did? In Vegas. Yeah. They're, I mean, they've got a lot of places to go. And Vegas was. Uh, when are you going? Well, no, don't tell me when you're going. I don't even know. I, I, it's not till like April or May or something. Um, I really want to go to that U2 show in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. So right now we have tentative plans, me and a few other girls, to go out to Vegas in January to see that show. I would love to see the Rolling Stones. Madonna's in New York. I'd love to see Madonna. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I want to see 10 concerts this year. Oh, that's good. And I want to go to Europe. I think Lexi and I are going to go to Europe together. We don't oh, know be where. Fun. Yeah. And go to Utah maybe in the spring or in the fall. What's I'm in Utah? A, um, you just want to go? Pretty mountains. Oh, okay. Okay. And resorts. I mean, yeah. I'm not a hiker. I'll send Lexi out there to hike by herself. I'm just not a hiker. Are you? I do like to hike, but I'm not going on like these really long hikes. No, me either. I'll hike a little bit, but. No, mine would I, might be considered a strenuous nature walk. <laughs> yes, I would like a nature walk. I would yeah. be okay with a nature walk, but a hike, I don't know. It's just, it's, we're obviously, we're not like lazy, unfit people. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't no, know. No, but you know, when you get out there in it, if it's beautiful, it is kind of a different thing. I know. Yeah. My sister's very outdoorsy. She was just in Sedona for some type of, brain body workshop and she's like jode why don't you come with me and i'm like eh, i really don't feel like doing a brain body thing like no i don't i don't want <laughs> really to. that kind of surprises me i bet that would have been fun well, I it's a lot of to... focus on the belly button oh oh yeah no no right and you got to touch your belly button it's like I, I don't know and i just you know with the tummy tuck i have a new belly button it's just like no <laughs> No, just, it doesn't count because it's a different belly button than you were. I mean, the belly yeah. button, see what people don't understand, the belly button is still in the same place, but they just have to make another like yeah. outside picture for it. Yeah. Well, I don't get yeah. the whole thing about the belly button <laughs> and the mind body, but that's okay. There's right, some, right. There's something there. <laughs> so you know what it is? Um, so in our next show, we should really, maybe by January, we should talk about our goals. So because we'll have them all set. You okay. Know, um is there anything on there that you mentioned in all of these what what else is there that oh, I like the one rule like if you so like I would probably have a rule something with Joe maybe like I'm not gonna uh you know like whatever I do that pisses him off 
and I don't like it when you do this. Maybe something like that would be good. Like a, a rule around that. Oh, I like but that. But a rule for myself, yeah. I mean, it may be, I, I'm not going to say I've never be late to anything because I used to never be late. So I get to be late now. Okay. <laughs> it's just me. I mean, like I could be late if I want. I'm not dragging my kids. They're never late. Right. Yeah. Right. Are you an on-time person? You're very prompt. I, I've always been very prompt until like the past like five years. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like, I just can't get out the door. And I'm kind of like, I just, it makes Joe really mad. And I kind of don't care. Cause I'm kind of like, I've always been on time. So right. I'm How about, is he, is he prompt? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, I just don't plan the time to be out the door right? anymore. Cause I just have, I just have me to do it. So it's easier to like blow it off. So yeah. But the, so, when you add putting the dogs where they need to go and all that kind of crap, you're like, now I'm late. <laughs> you know, Frank's usually always ready before me. If, yeah. we're, if we're going out, but I have this whole system of like what I need to do. So like, are all the shades down? Yeah. Yeah. Is is the TV on the right channel for her? Um, it, it just, And he just gets dressed. Yeah. Or he's yeah. like, Joni, just leave it. Just leave it. And I'm like, no, this is. And if you're down there, one of the things, if you're down there before me, you shut all the shades, you get the TV yeah. on, you make sure that she's gone to the bathroom before we go out, that she has enough water, that she has one last treat. Yes. Yeah. It's like having children. Yeah. But somehow uh, it just seems easier to get out the door. I think so. That's good. And I would like to figure out the six mini adventures, like, but I'm going to have to sit down and really write down what, I, like, look at the stuff that I've kind of made notes on in the past. Right. No, I like the six mini adventures because you know what, because he doesn't plan anything. I'll plan things with my daughters, but it would be nice to plan things with him. And he can look at the calendar and go, oh yeah, we're going to Vegas to see the yeah. Rolling Stones in June or whatever yeah. it is. Something I mean, it's just the anticipation of doing it too, for me. Like yeah. Joe likes the last minute, but I kind of like knowing something's coming up. Totally. Man for myself. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's a. Nope. I'm the same way we need. I think it's very important. I read something about that a long time ago. It's very important to have things that you plan. So you have something to look forward to. Yeah. Otherwise, what are you doing? You're just like living life at the seat of your pants. I don't like that. I'm a, you're just kind of stagnant. I mean, I know when you have kids and stuff, it's probably like it's so you, much easier because you plan everything around them. Right. But you kind of go, we wake up, we go to work, we do our kids stuff, whatever we eat, all do eat dinner. We do our work out of where we go to bed, start again, start again. But, yeah. and, and some of that's good. Like, it's good to have some routine, obviously, like right. all those kind of things, but you yeah. got to plan for the other stuff. And there's a lot of that that goes on when your kids are young. There's always something going on that's coming up. So when you get older, I see how that gets a little bit harder to challenge yourself. It's really easy to go, I'm going to sit at home and watch the game, or this is what we do on Monday nights, or no, no, we have tacos every Sunday night. Right. Yeah. So now we got to go, we got to step outside of that box. That's very true. I think Frank and I have gotten into some habits, even though we haven't been married that long, but oh. it, is, it is easy to get into those those habits and breaking them out. I mean, I love to go dancing. So I where do you go back. dancing? We don't really have any place to go dancing. You know, there are a bunch of places that have live music on Friday and Saturday oh. night around here. So, I mean, the bands are okay, but it's fun. Yeah. It's just a bunch of people over 60 dancing. And it's really? Just, it's, yeah. I don't know any of those places here. I'll have to check into so that. So it's, it's fun. And, and when Frank played in a band, you know, we saw the oh, same yeah. people all the time. So it was just like, they had groupies. That's and fun. so you would see the same people all the time. But I think it's really important to, to wrap this all up is 
like it's very important for everybody, I think, to set goals and to think about and to reflect a little bit about if you had to reflect on your past year, what would you what would you say? Well, mm-hmm. I think so. I think I've learned a lot, but I also think like I did this when I turned 52. I feel at 50 also. I feel like so I turned 60 this year. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of stuff I want to do just because it's my 60th year. Yeah. So, so that kind of helps a little bit. And then I think it's a lot of change from what I went, but where I've been in the past, like doing the barstool thing. And before that it was COVID to where I go, I'm not going, I don't want to go back to that routine again like that. So I know I've got to really be thinking now to not have to fall back on that old ways. Right. Right. Explain to everybody, um, what you, what happened when you went to barstool, like you were living just for... Well, we were we were coming out of COVID, so I was at home a lot, and Alex mm-hmm. was at home too. But she was going back and forth because she lived in California at the time. But then she was filming me just doing stuff around here because we weren't going out in public, and we were I was just doing a lot of stuff around here, so she was making fun of me a lot. So then we got it. She got us a job at Barstool, so I was there for two years, and I got an apartment in New York City, which was also something I really wanted to do. But being in New York City and working is a little bit different than being in New York City and playing. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I did learn a lot because I was away from my friends and away from my relationships all the time. And I I was really busy trying to figure out what I was doing because it was a lot of social media, technical stuff that I didn't know what to do. Right. Um, and so I think you learn who what's important, who's important, where you need to spend your time. And then by neglecting some of that, I've learned a lot too. Like, like who, who shows up for you where, that kind of stuff is kind of a, a lot. And how what you how what you do affects a lot of people. Did you being gone for two years? Um, I mean, I know you came back home a lot, but did you feel that it was hard on your parents or on your husband, for example? Yeah, it was hard on. I think it was hard on my parents because I was in and out a lot, so right. I could never keep that routine of knowing what was going on. But my sister was really good, and then um, with Joe, yeah, because he would he said he I'm mean, like he flew up you know, a ton too. So we were just constantly on the go. Although he had his regular schedule here where I didn't, when I came home, I was like trying to catch up and figure out what I was doing. And then when I'd get to New York, it'd take me a couple of days to figure out, okay, now I'm back here. What am I doing? It was a lot. I don't think I realized how much it was till I stopped doing it. I was like, Oh good God, this feels good to be in one spot. I was going to ask you, like it was leaps and bounds of growth. Right. But, Mm -hmm. and about, yourself and like you just said the people around you so yeah and the world I mean how the like living in New York is so different than Oklahoma so you get rid of all the here it's kind of like you can tell a lot about a person by the car they drive by the way they dress where they go in New York you're on the streets with everybody it's so fun because it's kind of like you could be next to the homeless guy and next to the billionaire and next to this you know it so everybody is like they're just all right there and that is so uh refreshing that's so exciting that you did that. I, I hope you gave yourself a big pat on the back for doing that. That was a big, that was a big jump. That was a big jump, but it was a, it was a lot for everybody. I think like just, it changed a lot of, like, I think, um, well, for everybody in your family, cause you're, yeah. it's like, you don't have time to do the things you normally did. And as a mom, I did a lot, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. So you came back just like a month or two before you turned 60. And so now you're settled back home. 
and yeah, you like have all these. I wouldn't say I was settled yet. I think it takes a while. Yeah. Oh, you still don't feel settled. Interesting. I mean, I feel settled in a lot of ways, but not like I want to go back to being too settled like that. Yeah. 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 I'm sure it sounded very exciting. And then once you're in it, you're like, whoa, once you stop. So you did it, you come home and you're like, yeah, like you just said, whoa, I cannot believe I did that. But it's so cool that you can say you did do it. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of stress, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And you got to do that with your daughter. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Um, All right. So we're going to come back in January to talk about what our set goals are. But this this was really good to talk about this. Hopefully we've given you guys some things to think about and, you know, go buy that big ass calendar. Maybe we'll get a kickback from Jesse Isler. Yeah. (laughs) From it. Um, Yeah. And so every week we're going to be doing this show and I think we're going to, well, we're not sure even when we're recording it, but it would be nice to get it out at the same time every single week. Yes. Yes. And uh, we'll be here next week. Okay. All right. And so in the meantime, you can follow Kim at Content Kim, Mm -hmm. me at Jody Harrison Bauer. Check us out on YouTube. And because we've got a lot of great conversations going there and check out our merch. You can find the links in our bio for We're Golden. We love doing this. So we're gonna, as Kim said, we're going to be talking about all things over 60, like quote unquote, the golden years and how we're aging and the stresses and the wonderfulness about being our age and uh, what's happening to us mentally and physically, right? A little bit, kind of more like, see to me, I don't like to think of it that way. I kind of want to go. Yeah, the stuff that kind of changes, but it's really more about like, uh, to me, but I wouldn't word it that way. I would say dealing with the younger people being older is really a huge part of it. I just think it's like, because of my kids and then my age and then the stuff that I still want to do that, that to me is, is, uh, and maybe it is mental, physical and all that. But to me, it's more like the relationships, I think. No, I, I, that's a great point. I agree with you. Um, It is hard to be, to, and I think all the women listening and some men who are listening that if you are over 60, um, it is finding that balance to make a point to be with the, in the relationships that you want to be with your children, with your significant other, with the friends that are important to you. And then still find that time during the day to carve out for yourself. So you know that what you're doing is inspiring and motivating and and good for you because as the saying goes if you're not good for yourself if you're not doing enough for yourself it's hard for you to do things for other people also you know the oxygen mask comes down you know put the oxygen mask on first so you can help other people so if we're not taking care of ourselves and that might be the goals that we set out for ourselves then we can't take care of other care of other people yeah yeah All right. Well, that's it for We're Golden. And thank you guys for listening. And until next week, stay stay golden. golden. Bye, everybody.